Six Nations. Two Kiwis. You're listening to the Six at Six special podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope. With thanks to Honda. Power of Dreams. Exclusively on Radio Nova. And yes, live in the studio, it is Brent Pope. (laughs) Can you just beat off the ladies with a dirty stick, please? Yes, keep at the front door. (laughs) Sake. You're looking cool today, Mr. P. Thank you very much. Um, it was a fun weekend last weekend. I thought the Italy match was totally tedious. Yeah. Um, but that's enough of that. We don't need to talk about that anymore. Well, Except it's just the expectation, isn't it? I suppose, you know, I was at the match and uh, and people are sitting there just sort of saying, oh, there's going to be another try, there's going to be another try. So you're right. Uh, you know, like, it, was, it shows you how far we've come, though, Pat, in rugby in this country to say, well, look, it was tedious when you beat another nation by over 50 points. But <laughs> it was just too easy, wasn't it, at the end it of the day? It was too easy. Not only that, Brent, but I mean, it's also... Now we've lost... Robbie Henshaw's out yep. of the game for like three or four months, maybe. Yep. I mean, like, I, I find myself again wishing it was five nations. Like it used to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, uh, Italy haven't really improved. I know when Connor took that job, I say my aspiring partner in RT, I kind of question it. Yes, I think they've improved, but the problem is everybody else has improved as well, and, yeah. and they're just playing catch-up. You know, I don't know that the answer is dumping them out of the tournament, like some people are saying, and bringing in the likes of George and that. I think that oh. Italy have something to offer, but they've just got to be a bit more competitive. You know, they played well against England the first game. They'll probably possibly take a scalp at home. Uh, but, you know, the game is kind of drifting. It's becoming a two-tier game again. You know, I mean, uh, case Scotland bounce back. France are in disarray again. I mean... <laughs> You know, players suspended, what, four or five of them for going out on the lash after the match? The I can't believe it. That's but I mean, they, after a second coach. half like that, I, I think I'd be on the lash for about a month. <laughs> anyway, look, uh, let's, we'll get to a few things. And Brent, you know, the panel, Pat's panel that I'm using for this particular Six Nations. Yep. Where we have uh, Alex representing Leinster. And Doctor. There's Doctor, yes, Dr. Dave, PhD, representing <laughs> Munster. And you may remember uh, representing Connacht. Donica, Brent is here. Brent, Donica. Uh, good afternoon, Brent. Or good evening, Brent. <laughs> good uh, evening. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, right, so. you, now uh, Donica made a point the other day. Uh, felt that you he, he he said that you mentioned uh, was it was Bondi, token was uh, the word I yes, mentioned. I, the I, token Connacht, and player. I don't feel that way about Connacht rugby. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Connacht rugby. How and ever, yeah. You did. You, I put it to you, Mister Pope. Yeah. That you did not. You twice denied having ever used the word token in your comments mm-hmm. about Bondiaki. You did, didn't you? Yeah. You did deny it. Yeah. You denied that you used it. Yeah. Well, my mate Bob. And yes, Donica. No, I think I did. I receive a couple of uppercuts as well afterwards. <laughs> uh, that, yes, you did. That was, uh, am that, I that, having to make an mean. apology here? Okay. That, that, hold on. That was. Yeah, I did deliver you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a right pair of uppercuts. Uh, but my mate Bob, who is Australian and never misses a chance to take the mick out of some Kiwis, sent me this audio, Brent. Connacht guys being in. Look, uh, uh, both Doctor and uh, and they have a, have a, uh, a serious point here. I mean, Terran O'Halloran has been for the last couple of years outstanding in that sense, I suppose. Bundyaki is the token... <laughs> 
yeah. is the token okay. Connacht guy in there. But I mean, Connacht the way they're playing probably would well, have. Well, 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 Donica. I meant the token in a good way, though. Oh. That's they're taking out a con- seriously. That's taking a concert. That's like saying I'm there praising O'Halloran. I'm there saying if you follow, if you played on. That Aussie guy played on, I said, look, you know, Connacht could probably feel a bit aggrieved that they don't have a couple more players and that they're playing. So it was a token, it was a talk of a token thing in a kind of a complimentary way that kind of said, okay, well, at least one Connacht player is in. So it was yeah, t- that context was wrong. Okay, Brent, like, if you've been a Connacht supporter mm. <clears throat> for a long time and down through the years, yep. uh, the token Connacht player was always bandied about. That yep. It was it was something that was looked at that you know Connacht were a development side for mm. all the other provinces. But I, I never I never felt that way. I, I actually I was one of the people that went on that march and in support of when they were trying to uh, dismember uh, the Connacht rugby years ago. Were you on the march? Yeah, but George Hook was at that, that at that time was heavily involved in, in Connacht, and I was working out here with the same. So I, I'm a huge fan Donica, of you know. Donica, were you were you on that march? Uh, I was actually out of the country. Oh, out of the car, right? Okay, I think it's, about see, one, it's yeah, roughly like one all here. I think. No, it's yeah, not one. I, still, still supporting the boys in green. I didn't. I, I I apologise. I apologise. I didn't mean it that. I meant that. I meant it actually in a complimentary way. That, as I said, that Connacht could have been probably a bit aggrieved that going the way they're playing, they could have got more players in. And I said at least the fact I was making was at least they've got one in and that was Bundyaki so that's, know, apologies if it was Andy. taken I'm not groveling I'm just saying that I'm a huge fan of Connacht Rugby if I wasn't a fan then I wouldn't be saying there you okay. go okay Ap- apology I'll be the be- I- I'll accept your I'll apology take the, I'll take the I- two uppercuts Pack and give me the uppercuts give me the uppercuts and I apologise to all I'm a great fan well, now, of Connacht now Mr Courtney you also jumped on the bandwagon yeah as well. he did too look at him uh, weaseling you know, out of it now you, you okay alright Actually, say it as well. Okay, I reckon right, it's been doctored. I reckon that Australian guy's doctored it up. Okay, here you go. Here you go. Here's <laughs> first. Here's your. Here's your yeah. uppercuts. Oh, right. Give me him. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You, you, you just give me a couple back. All right. <laughs> okay, listen, Mr. Courtney. I have to go. The girls are um, getting restless here. I need oh. to. Okay. Right, the I, girls I, are getting restless. I'll explain that. Yeah, he trains I, a team. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah, okay. Go on. I'm, I'm okay, sorry about we'll that. talk to you soon. Take it easy. Over and under. Good luck. Bye-bye. Now, Red and Noble, Pat Courtney and Brent Pope. It's a six at six. Thank you to the all-new Honda Civic Diesel. Now, I'm going to show you something in a, in a couple oh, pl- of seconds. Please don't, Pat. What? No. But please don't. No, no, no. no. Yeah. It's, an, it's an article of clothing. It was a bit of an embarrassing day for uh, New Zealanders in the referee yes. department. Um, they let us down, the, really. Uh, the Wales match. Yes, the TMO, for people that saw it, disallowed a, a Welsh try. I mean, Mr Gatlin, a fellow Kiwi, won't be too happy. Um, it really wasn't. is pretty disgrace, disgraceful. At this day and age, when he's got so many uh, different angles to see it, I was watching the match and I thought, that's definitely a try. There's enough mm. downward pressure. For those are people that the ruling goes, actually, I think it's ground ball hand. Uh, so if people, if, so the ball's making... Um, uh, contact with the ground and the hand has made contact with the ball and it's the first, then it is a try. Uh, so I don't see, 
I don't see how he made the decision. I don't know whether it cost Wales a match, but at that stage, it certainly would have put it into a, into a different light. It's, yeah, because it lifts the. I mean, if they just scored, it's going to lift the Welsh well, team. Well, lift anyway. them against them, and they were the better well. side in the second half, and they they yeah. got bundled out for a couple of tries. So I mean, also the fact is that it you know it's scuppered their season already. Yes, they can still win the championship. But they can't win the Triple Crown. They can't win the Grand Slam now. So that's out of the uh, that's out of the ledger. Having said that, Warren Gatlin and I'm well. Warren is a master of mind games, and he'll have the Welsh feeling aggrieved by the time they come to Dublin. That you know the world is against them, and you know like they'll be really coming here for a victory. But that's that's going to be the game of the of the of the championship. I think the uh, the Welsh. Irish one. It really will define where Ireland are at uh, for the championship or even a Grand Slam. So it's going to be a cracking day. I have uh, somebody introduced to in a couple of minutes and uh, an, an article of clothing which might bring a little tear to the eye from a lady called Sylvia. Yeah. Right? And she, she brought me a present. She turned up in reception yeah. and she unwrapped the, uh, the gift wrapped. Look what that is Canterbury of New Zealand. With size medium. With, yeah, well, that's a cheeky you, medium. I know, oh, yeah, it should have been S, really, shouldn't it? Canterbury. Canterbury of New Zealand. The memories brought a tear to your eye. Home to you. That's it, home to me. Home to you. Well, I'm Ash, I'm Ash, Ash Vegas, which is Ash about Vegas. 50 miles south of Christchurch. It's, it's tiny. It, it has a cow. Hey, the two <laughs> cows now. Oh, has it? Yeah. Jesus, it was a busy night. We've upped it. We've doubled our cow population. Really? It's got a cocktail. It's got my old school and anybody that's going through it. Actually, it's a fabulous little town, Ashburn, to be honest. Ash Vegas. I sound convincing, okay. don't I? Is that where you won the... Because when I was on the radio yeah. years ago in uh, in Christchurch yes. in New Zealand. Isn't that a coincidence? Isn't now that amazing? I rang up a radio program <laughs> and I tell you what the albums were. I, I could just... Well, I know one of, them, one of them was War of the Worlds. Uh, that Jeff Lynn, the ELO and stuff, that was a combination. But I actually rang up a competition in New Zealand all those years ago and Pat gave me Jeff the prize. Wayne. Jeff Wayne. That's yeah. what did I say, win. No, Ooh. Lynn. Or Jeff it Lynn. wasn't the yellow. It was Jeff Wayne. Doesn't matter. Oh, Jeff. That's <laughs> fine. That, that, anyway. that obviously wasn't the question. But it was the, the t- it was the time of record players <laughs> and uh, and record giveaways. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's put a bit, that's going to put a speculation on something else. So you know that Pat, you dropped me in the cart earlier on. So the speculation is, if I was ringing, how old are you? I was old enough to answer the phone. <laughs> there you hey, go. Listen, yeah, but I turned, oh, yeah, I I turned pro at 18. Oh, ah. well, we don't. I was only 13 at the time when I rang, so that gives you an idea. <laughs> stupid question time. I have a stupid yep. question. Can I ask us? Yeah, far away. Um, the phrasing, since referees and TMOs have come under a bit of a spotlight in the last week or so, mm-hmm. the different questions the refs ask, why is the phrasing when they ask the questions to the so TMO important. why is the phrasing so important that's not a super question at all that's one of your better hey, questions cool. Pat, to be no, honest I, I mean it, look it's a bit long to go into because they can answer a number of questions and they can go to the TMO and say look I didn't see it uh, can you give me an indication they can ask things like was there a forward pass in the lead up to the movement I want to go back to uh, a phase or whatever to see if a man was in front but the one thing interesting enough that the coaches if they're listening and want to hear if the team has gone over the line the best response if the ref hasn't seen is to say to the TMO is there any reason I can't award the try because usually that signifies that the attacking team or the try scoring team is probably going to get the benefit of the doubt unless there was something obvious. 
So if a ref says, is there any reason I can't give the try, then the TMO is more than likely going to say, and this is an obvious reason, like a blatant forward pass or something, he's probably going to say, no, no reason award the try. Mm. It's when you get into other things like, you know, I didn't, I wasn't able to see it or I wasn't able to see that. The, there's a lot of ways they can rephrase it, but that's probably the best <laughs> like, thing you can hear. <laughs> Sorry, I was texting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, well, that's it. I mean, sometimes sometimes the ref is just not in a position where you can see it. And then he goes to the TMO and said, look, it's unsighted. And the TMO sometimes will say, even though in the old days the try looks like 99.9% it would have been scored, if he can't see the grounding, then he can't award the try. And sometimes that's a bit frustrating when a whole team goes over the line yeah, and yeah. it seems one of the opposition has managed to get under. And, it, like, a lot of players did that slightly because they knew where the camera angles were sometimes. And if they wrapped their arms around it at the right time, then it could be deemed just about unseen. Hmm. You know, so there was, like, like there's... Oh, there's a lot of interpretations a referee can look at, but I mean, last week's what, 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 you know, to me, to me, it was just obvious. I mean, it was obviously that the Welshman oh, got his hand down how, first. How could you miss that, honestly? Yeah. I know. The, the, the camera I like is the ref cam. <laughs> I oh. love the ref cam. I never listened to that ref cam. It would drive me mad. Oh, really? I love it. But at first, like the first ones that came out, they had them kind of low down. <laughs> you know, the truth. Well, you know the fame. You know the famous. Well, whether it's folklore story now, and I think it involved uh, an Irish player, a Munster player, and at one stage, if you're boring in a scrum, means you're turning in on the props, and it's a, a penalty offence, and the ref. Penalised an Irish guy prop and said, uh, "I'm penalised you for being boring." He took the ref said, "Not you bloody exciting yourself, ref." <laughs> six Nations, two Kiwis, the six at six with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope. With thanks to the all-new Honda Civic Diesel, exclusively on Radio Nova. Hello, Nova. Pat speaking. Oh, hi. It's Paula here. How are you? Paula, I'm good. Good. Now, I sent you a message. I would love to hear a Kiwi song by the Exponents. I don't know if it ever made it to Ireland, though. Which one is it? Why Does Love Do This To Me. Why Does Love Do This To Me. Well, it's nearly like that. (laughs) Thank you, Paula. You do it. Go on. Why Does Love Do This To Me. Ah. It's brilliant. And we need it on the radio here. Well, I'll put it on the radio here. Paula? The Exponents from New Zealand. Why does love do this to me on Nova? I walked down, you left me. You know I'm hurting for you. It seems now that it's over. But there is nothing I can do. at six and thank you to the all new Honda Civic Diesel the exponents from New Zealand why does love do this to me you, used to you, be the you, dance exponents I know the lead, the lead singer, singer. Jordan be... Luck okay. was his name and we used to go out and follow them at the Hillsborough Tavern in Christchurch and at university and they were originally the dance exponents and then they become the exponents but a huge band over those kind of university years uh, a bit like Dee Dee Smash and Dave Dobbin and all those oh, top no, no. bands. So it's, it's great. So thank you, Paula, for requesting that. Took yeah. me back. Took me back <laughs> a few years. Listen to me. I, I, they're they're the too many lads in action this weekend. Here is a weekend that doesn't have any Six Nations rugby. I think it's a bit of a tall order to be bringing players back from playing for their country in a Six Nations tournament and have them they have to come back and play for their club. Well, some of the key ones, the some of the key ones do and they don't. You know, like this is an old adage, you know, do you need players to 
uh, get game time because certainly Joe Schmidt would look at a few of the fringe players now, especially with Robbie Henshaw gone. He'll be having a look at what his options are there uh, for next week against Wales. So he certainly needs some of those players to get game time. So players coming back from injury or players that haven't had much game time in the Six Nations will go back and play for their provinces. But it raises a point, not so much in Ireland, where the RFU and... Irish management over the years have really managed their players really, really well uh, to such an extent that Ireland has suffered less injuries than most of the other nations going into this Six Nations and it's because players have been rested and rotated uh, and Ireland can do that. They don't have the same luxury in England and France, especially in France where the sugar daddies run the club and it's often club before before country. So if you're being paid by your club and you're um, not playing this uh, for for France that weekend, then there's probably the club are going to demand you go back and play. Uh, So that is what is really... And it's a bit the same in England because they pay your wages. So, um, yeah, uh, look... You know, it's not something I want to do, but I mean, the game has changed. You know, it's bang for bucks now. It's a professional game. You know, when when owners own clubs and pay the wage, a bit like football, they say, hey, right, you know, you're playing for us. We're giving you these, you know, extraordinary amounts of money. Then you play for the club. They're not interested so well if a player... They The last thing they want to see is a player come back from an international game injured and not being able to play for them. But Ireland... Respect to Ireland, they've done a great job in managing their players and that's been one of the reasons, one of the main reasons for Ireland's success over the last few years. Rest of key players at, at key times. Six Nations, two Kiwis. The Six at Six with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope. With thanks to the all-new Honda Civic Diesel. Exclusively on Radio Nova. And what uh, you're really calling the, and you're right too, the game of the tournament so far... Yeah, well, I think it's 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 really where Ireland want to be. They want to be in that position where they're playing, which I predict they're still going to be in that position where they're playing England at the end of the championship for a potential Grand Slam and and championship win on the same day. I think Joe Schmidt is a highly ambitious coach, and he's a right to be. Uh, he's got a great bunch of players at the moment, you know, playing pretty well. I think this will kind of define their championship. I think Wales are the team of the tournament so far. I think that, you know, they came in on a cloud of injury. They were missing 10 or 11 uh, genuine starting players and Warren Gatlin has sort of galvanised a a team together. They're playing fabulous brand of kind of uh, Scarlet's open type rugby. Um, You know, they were good against England. They were great against Scotland. So I think this will show more where Ireland is at for this challenge for this year. I think they'll beat Wales. I think that Scotland won't prove to be the problem that we thought they would be. And I think then it's uh, all eyes to England. So I'm predicting... I'm predicting a tight game next week, but it will define the aspirations or the expectations of where Ireland at and it's uh, this to game a, against Wales. It's got to be a brilliant weekend as well, just socially. <coughs> oh, brilliant. I mean, the Welsh bring something too, and the Welsh and the, and the Irish have always got on so well. When, yep. when you talk about tours and they go away with the Lions and the British Lions and Irish Lions, that they, it's always usually the Welsh and the, the Irish that sort of gel together pretty well. Uh, so, yeah. There'll be no love loss on the day, and that's the way rugby should be. And certainly Warren Gatlin will come wanting to, to put one over Joe Schmidt from his time at Irish rugby, but it, uh, it, it looks like a fascinating, fascinating matchup. We'll just have to do it without Robbie Henshaw. Hopefully, um, Furlong will be back because yeah, he's, he's okay. a key. He's been cleared, I think, hasn't he? Yeah, I'm, look, I don't know about that. I mean, I've had a number of hamstring injuries myself. You get a hamstring tear for a prop in a position where he's got to crouch down and also explode into the scrum. It's a dicey enough area. 
area. But having said that, things have changed now. They go into hot bars or cold bars or whatever they have. There's whatever so many is. treatment <coughs> options now for it. To, I'll tell you a funny story about that sometime, but about my treatment options for a hamstring oh, the, years the, ago. Was that the vet? Yeah, that was oh, the that's vet. That's a great yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah, that yeah. next week. Tell I'll tell that next week. People <laughs> would like to hear that. Okay, but, uh, that's it. Then we're off. We're off. Six Nations, two Kiwis. You're listening to the Six at Six special podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope. With thanks to Honda, power of dreams. Exclusively on Radio Nova.